Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Thanks to Thrive Market for supporting the morning stream. Thrive Market is an online membership-based market on a mission to make healthy living easy and affordable for everyone. Join today at thrivemarket.com slash TMS and get 40% off your first order and a free gift. Coming up on TMS, I don't like goo Nikes. Are bats racist because I like really wanted to know? Rusty taco, don't look it up. Licorice pizza or pineapple fish sandwich? A wiener runs through it. All caps? I'm shocked. Oh, now something's interesting. Built-in pronunciation guide. A new solar system in our backyard. Albino Batman. Fruitless fish sandwich. Chicken sandwich with a side of shame. I should have had an ingenue. Stumbled on Cumberbatch's wiener. Building a screw factory with Bill. Lung juice with Bobby and more on this episode of The Morning's stream john yes murray john what's happening to us i think we both know murray it's just that we seem to be drifting apart i'm sorry murray i've tried oh i don't blame you john it's just that it's not your fault either of course it's just that that we don't have exactly There's this awful gap in our lives just because we don't have... Oh, but why talk about it? You can imagine what he's thinking now. Pretty hair. Good morning, Street. Eye contact. Great for job interviews. Creepy while eating a banana. This is the morning stream. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to TMS. It's the morning stream for TMS, or for, sorry, what is the day? What year? Uh, Tuesday, February 8th, 2022. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at our show number, 2242, and it really threw and, me. And you say you're at 98%. Yeah, closer to 95, maybe. <laughs> uh, if you uh, wonder what that means, you should be a yeah. patron, because we do a pre-show. Yeah. yeah, every day, pre-show, and we uh, we put it up in the show and and then you get to hear it see and then post okay, it's, it's like getting an extra extra 20 minutes of tms every day yeah why wouldn't you want that in your life honestly mm-hmm. ask yourself mm-hmm. the question look in the mirror real hard and then make that determination yourselves real uh, hard real hard welcome back to the show i'm scott and he's brian and we got stuff we have things uh brian we're gonna start off today uh, i wouldn't call it a call out it's just sort of a, a, a check mm-hmm. back on in no, on the things 
Is it a call out? It's a call out. Yeah. Somebody's taken me to task for a promise I made and I did not follow through on. Oh, wow. Okay. Just because I wasn't sure how this turned out. I couldn't remember. And if you don't remember doing it, then I guess we didn't do it. But um, all right. Here's what happened on episode 1000. Yeah. Apparently. I didn't go back and listen, but in this episode, you made a promise. Here's the email from Emil in the Netherlands. Dear Scott and Brian. I was just listening to the 1,000th episode, and this episode, Brian said he would go out and get a fish sandwich during the show. (laughs) And I guess it was in response, probably, to this clip, which I'll play now, which is right here. Hey, do I get a fish sandwich? And so Brian's going to, like, go see how early he could get a fish sandwich. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, it says, now, I don't think he ever did that. If he did, please point me to the episode. Otherwise, Brian has to go. go, (laughs) Brian has... Has got to go somewhere. Love the show. I love that. That's my favorite part of this email. Otherwise, Brian has got to go somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I, I assume he means you need to go get a fish sandwich. But you I, know. I hope that's what he means. Uh, Otherwise, it's like, Brian, you're out. Yeah, you're out. That's it. So you, you, didn't, you didn't do this. No, then. I don't ever remember doing that. The, you know, the obvious reason is because it's very tough while we're doing a show for me just to up and leave. And... Uh, uh, it means, you know, there's going to be swaths of time where, where, uh, I'm not connected. Like it's between connections of mm-hmm. Wi-Fi and 3g or 4g or 5g or whatever. Sure. Uh, audio quality, uh, me driving, of course. Yeah, of I course. can't be looking at show notes and driving and still doing the news and the funny, funny, but, uh, mm-hmm. but, um, when we have a guest on, uh, it's certainly a possibility to like say, all right. This will be the day. So we've got, you know, not today, obviously, but today would be a good example, right? We've got Bill, we've got Bobby, Mm -hmm. and it would be easy for me at the end of the song to uh, the middle of the Indian, the middle song to run out, hop in the car, still stay on discord. Oh yeah. uh, So I can hear what's going on. We should do this. Why don't we do this? We should do this, don't you we think? Do this. Yeah, not today, but no, we should, no, no. We'll, we'll do this. But today's uh, not this day. But we'll... because yeah, here's here's the other part of this. Uh, my first attempt to get a fish sandwich will probably be fruitless. I need to go to like three places or four places before I can before I can uh, get one, and I need to find a good concentration near me of drive-throughs that I can go to. Uh, out of one into the other before I can finally get a fish sandwich. But yes. I, each place, I will do the, uh, yeah, is it too early to get a fish sandwich? Yeah, and we'll get it on the air. So it'll we'll be perfect. We'll get it on the air. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, I do hope your fish sandwich is fruitless, by the way, just from a technical oh, yeah, standpoint. So like, well, pineapple would be good. Ooh. Like a pineapple teriyaki fish sandwich. Oh, I don't know. But, <laughs> but nobody has that. No. What? Really? Well, I'm just pineapple thinking. Pineapple and fish? Okay, if it's like, a Mc, let's imagine a McDonald's McFish or whatever they're called. Yeah, the filet o fish. Put, put which pineapple is Irish, on by that. The way. Hi, hello, children. I'm filet o fish. <laughs> Would you do that though? There, because it seems like that's a bad combo. There. Now I understand like a proper place with like good food and everything. But oh, it, I'm not going to ask for a teriyaki pineapple fish sandwich anywhere. Yeah, seems like a bad uh, idea at a, at a drive. But no, up. but I mean, if it's you know, if there is going to be, if it if it's not going to be fruitless, I wish the fruit to be pineapple. Gotcha. How's that? That's that's fair. So yeah, yeah. So I've just got to figure out like when uh, or what's the what's the closest place I can drive to that has a really good concentration of like a McDonald's, a Burger King. Yeah. Um, who else? What other fast food places have a fish sandwich that I'd be able to ask for? I'm trying uh, to think. Uh, oh, Habit does have one. I don't know if you have one of those yet. We don't have Habits here. Um, does um, Wendy's have fish sandwiches? I don't think they do. I don't think Wendy's. 
does. I mean, their their frosty is a little fishy sometimes, if you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, I don't think Dairy Queen has one. Oh, do they really? Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe Dairy Queen does. Huh. Long John Silver's. We we used to have those. We don't have those anymore. Arby's. Uh, let's see. Breakfasts, sides, beverage, frosty, Chick Fil A, nay. Uh, classics. Uh, yeah, Wendy's menu on their website is still all breakfast stuff. Oh, they only so surely even to look at their regular. <laughs> is it totally to look at a lunch menu? You'll say exactly. when you go there. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <clears throat> I don't see a fish sandwich there. Let's see. Chicken, nuggets, and more. So let's see if it's under there. Okay. Uh, chicken, 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 chicken. Chicken, nuggets, chicken. and more. I would go there. I'd go to a place chicken, called Chicken, Nuggets, be and chick- More. Well, the way they write it is chicken, comma, nuggets, comma, and more. So they've got their spicy chicken sandwich, their classic chicken sandwich, their spicy Asiago Ranch Club, which is chicken. But mm. I don't see I don't see any fish at Wendy's. Uh, I don't think they do fish. At Wendy's. No. I think Dave, Dave Thomas is rolling in his grave right now. We don't have any old fashioned fish, he says to himself. No yeah. old fashioned fish. Uh, well, all right. Yeah, oh, but that's yeah, the idea. So we'll, you got to find the, the concentration. Idea. I'll just find a yeah. good, like, all right, here's the intersection where I'll be hitting four fast food places. And uh, yeah. And, and it's obviously got to be close enough that I can get to it during the show. If it's 45 minutes away, that kind of defeats the purpose. Yeah. You could call it a concentration. You could call it a coagulation. You could call it Ooh, an obstruction. I could. I could call it all those things. Yeah, because that's kind Does of what Arby's they are. Arby's have a fish sandwich? I don't know. They got their Diablo uh, hot chicken deal right now, but I don't know about fish. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, I was going to try that Diablo thing yesterday. Instead, I got a kind of normal club over at the at the Chick-fil-A. Uh-huh. And they said, here you go. And I said, thank you. And they said, don't forget to not like the gays. And I said, no problem. And I, and I drove away. <laughs> okay, good. Well done. Just well kidding. Done. They're, they're very, the local owners are very nice and not anti-gay. It's your, yeah. it's your, it's your head of the place that's kind of got a problem. Anyway, yeah. um, hey, so Brian, uh, we'll do it. We'll yeah. figure it out. We'll, yeah. get, we'll get it. We'll get it done. Yeah, so far I've found an intersection that, that is um, maybe 15 minutes away that's got an Arby's, a McDonald's. Um, there's a rusty taco, but uh, that boy. Uh, now that I say that out loud, don't look that up on Urban Dictionary. No, no, uh, no. That one just kind of writes itself. It does. You don't even need the definition. It's all in my head now. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. All right. Ugh. Hey Brian, yeah, we're right. going to yeah, take a look happen. at today's Oscar nominations for the year yeah. 2022. Well, 2021 movies for the year 2022. I um, missed the live broadcast of the. Uh, I didn't know it was today. Nominees. I completely missed it. I had no idea. I I thought of it yesterday. I'm like, oh, I have to make sure I watch that. And then this morning, got up and you know, I'm blaming I'm blaming the uh, the cold. It's just you know effing with my my ability to. Uh, uh, to come up with words. Sure. <laughs> to remember things. <laughs> oh, it was perfect timing for that. Um, perfect right. example of that. Exactly. So there, I, I'm going to just say this before I read them. Sure. I think they're kind of boring this year. Uh, I don't I mean the movies. Wrong. The movies are fine. I'm saying okay. there's nothing here that you're like, whoa, yeah, all right. Like, it's just kind of, eh, of course it's up for, an, of course these are on the list. Like, it's there's no big shockers here. Um, I am a little okay. bugged. I mean, I'll, I'll give you that. Well, I mean, I, I disagree with that a little bit. I feel like there's a couple in here that are like, oh, really? Okay, cool. Oh, okay. Well, let's get, we'll, we'll get yeah. to them here. Then uh, let's start with the big one, the best picture nominations. Okay. Yes. Uh, I'm also curious how many you've seen of these. Um, I will tell you right now, I have seen seven of the 10 best picture nominees. That's pretty good. 
I have recommended three of them. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Coda, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, don't look up and uh, King Richard, King Richard, recommended. That's right. You recommended Power of the Dog. Yeah, we both, we both saw it that same week I that think. weekend yeah we both loved it oh so good it was a great movie all right and, so here you got uh, uh you got your belfast have you seen the belfast i have not that's one of the three i haven't seen the three yeah. i haven't seen are belfast drive my car and west side story gotcha so you got belfast yeah. coda don't look up drive my car dune dune perhaps the most important one on the list i just want to put that out there dune and that and that one i would say is the surprise i mean anytime you see a genre film in the staunchy stuffy best picture category it's a surprise seeing uh, mad max there was a surprise seeing uh black panther there a couple years ago was a surprise and seeing dune is is a surprise as well i'll just say that one of us did not was not surprised by mad max fury road being on that list I'm not surprised <laughs> at all. well yeah, in fact okay. i believe i predicted it and it happened anyway yeah good point uh right. dune king richard licorice pizza i mean i'm oh, sure yeah. the movie's great but i don't want to eat it it's a, it's uh, a nickname for a uh, record album for oh, vinyl. Oh, is it? I didn't know that. Yeah, which well, which does not come up in the in the movie, by the way. Oh, that's just a thing you knew about. That's cool. It's just it's just a nickname because there was a record store here called Licorice Pizza for a while, and uh, we're like, what the heck does that name mean? And then they explained what's a nickname for for vinyl albums. I honestly had no idea until now. That's really cool. Yeah. I actually really like that now. I hated the name before because yeah. it just sounded gross. <laughs> it uh, stars the the Heim sister whose <laughs> eyes are a little closer together than the other two. Yep, that sounds about right. She's very interesting looking human being. She is very actually all three of the Heim sisters and their parents appear in this film. All the Hymans are in there. Yep. All the, <laughs> they all get busted in this film. <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> You know, I was thinking, how, where, how could it get worse after I say this? And you immediately t- taught me. Um, Is there? Have we reached the line yet? Oh yes, yes, yeah, we we're there. Uh, Nightmare Alley, which I've not seen yet. Want to real bad? It's your yes. Del Toro business. It's my, there. It's, here's a secret. It's going to be my recommendal tomorrow. Oh, hey, you know what makes this year interesting? Almost all oh, of these are. Oh, things. now something's interesting, Scott. Well, no, no, no. I guess this this does make it kind of interesting. Uh, <laughs> this is the year where, and it's you know, there's many factors to this, but this is the year where you can see almost all of these now on streaming. The, yes. usually, most years, it's like, well, get it, get to the theater and get her going, but now it's like, I don't know, the stuff's all at home. Um, correct. Yeah. Basically, everything but licorice. So Belfast, drive my car, licorice pizza. And West Side, West Side Story, Story yeah. can be viewed online now. Nightmare Alley, you can see on HBO Max or Hulu right now. Yeah, that's weird, isn't it? Um, I don't know. Is King Richard? King Richard was one of those um, limited time HBO deals. Yeah, it was, it'll be back, but it was there for its first month. Um, yeah. Same with Dune. Same with... Although, right. I think Dune might be on its Dune, way I back. Think is, yeah, I think Dune's on its way. I don't back, think it's so. back yet. It's like uh, it's, uh, the first one I can think of that was like that was the was the Suicide Squad, and that came back already. So it, you'll it'll be back. Um, yeah. I'm really happy to see Dude Where's My Car on here. Oh, I'm sorry, Drive My Car. Sorry, Drive, Drive My Car, Japanese my car. Uh, foreign film that's also up for best international film as Ooh. opposed to best foreign film. Fancy. Uh, it sounds good from mm-hmm. the description, but. Um, like nothing you can't even rent it like right now you can rent belfast for 20 on apple tv but west side story and drive my car you can't even 
um, you can't do anything. There's yeah. nothing you can do. You can't. You can't even drive my car. Yeah. Uh, you can't even drive my car. I don't even think you can go to the theaters currently and see those. I think that they're they're in that weird uh, event horizon space between theaters and rental uh, streaming. Sounds right. Uh, Power of the Dog and West Side Story. We mentioned those. Those are on there yeah. as well. Actress and supporting roles: Jessica Buckley or Jesse Buckley in The Lost Daughter. Uh, Another recommendal. Er, yep, that's right. Ariana Debose in West Side Story. Judy Dench, love her in Belfast. I mean, I haven't seen Belfast, but I love her. Uh, Kirsten Dunst, The Power of the Dog. She was really good. I would be very happy if she won. That'd be great. Yep. Uh, Anjanuni Ellis. An- Anjanu Anjanu Ellis. Anjanu. Uh, she played uh, Serena Williams in King Richard. I feel and like I was- should have gotten Anjanu. What's wrong with me? <laughs> I should have had Anjanu. Look at it. It's Anjanu. spelled out right, it's right there. there. It's it's actually spelled the way you would say it. Uh, it's got a built-in pronunciation deal, and I couldn't do it. Anyway, King yes. Richard, yeah. Claire, she's- Claire Gack wants me to point out that I did see Belfast back in September, starring Claire Gack. Yeah, she, she's not up, though. She's not up for this award. She's Sorry, not Claire. Up for this award. You got, yes. you got snubbed. You, you're like, you're the Denise Villeneuve of this, uh, of the acting, actor category. <laughs> uh, <laughs> actor in a supporting role, we got Syrian Hines? Uh, Char- Sharon, I think that's how you pronounce it. This is one that, uh, listen, and I just learned this week that A I S L I N G is pronounced Ashling. Ashling B. Oh my lord! She was. Uh, did you see? You saw that um, Paul Red Netflix series where he cloned himself? Oh, I never saw it, but I, you recommended it or something, or yeah, someone a- saw Ashling it. B plays his wife, and I. She is hilarious and fantastic, and I'm just now getting to a season of. Uh, Taskmaster, where uh, where she's one of the participants, and um, that's awesome. Yes, does Taskmaster fight Batman or just no, Taskmaster? No. So here's here's why I haven't brought Taskmaster up, and I think Taskmaster, <laughs> spoiler alert, too, might be another one of my. It's it's eventually going to be another one of my recommendals, and I've been kind of keeping it a secret because um, I've been wanting to do a live Taskmaster thing at one of our events like a tms vegas or a future nerdtacular or something Mm. uh i'm already five seasons into the tv show it's a bbc tv show where where um uh greg davis gives five british comedians or canadian or irish uh a uh a series of tasks to complete and then whoever completes them in the fastest time or to his approval uh, wins the prize and I've been wanting to ever since I started watching this I've been wanting to somehow turn it into a TMS thing into a uh, uh, like you jury Tom uh, deal so mm, okay. so it will happen at some point it will happen it was going to be an idea I had for this TMS Vegas but it just doesn't look like it's going to work out for time so I get you I get you I feel you there's always the future. By the way, so don't, anyway, don't send me anyway, your emails. Oh, yeah, yeah. How, how Sharon is pronounced. C I A R A N. How is that pronounced, Claire? Uh, Claire Claire Gack. She pronounces it Claire Gack. She pronounces it Claire Gack. Uh, for all those at home, are there, her busily assembling emails and telling me, reminding me that Taskmaster is not a DC character. I know. It's Marvel. I made the Matt Batman joke poorly. It's a poor joke. Okay, I get it. Oh, gotcha. It's Marvel. Okay. Got yes. it. Uh, I just don't want their emails. All right, here and we go. And it's two Marvel characters because the one in the Black Widow is not the one that you see in the comics. No. Uh, Kieran. Kieran is, by the way, how you pronounced, pronounce uh, Kieran Hines in Belfast. Kieran. Okay, well, I, that I could Kieran. see, I guess. 
Uh, Troy Kostur in Coda. Kotsur. Kotsur? Kotsur. Kotsur. All right. I don't know. Jesse Plemons of Fat Damon in the uh, Power of the Dog. <laughs> Meth Damon, too, yeah. Meth Damon. Like all sorts of horrible names for poor Jesse Plemons. I love it's Jesse great. Plemons. I love him. Yeah. I love him in everything. I'll watch anything he's ever in, and I really liked him in this, but he's fun. It's yeah. fun to fun to have fun. Uh, J.K. Simmons in Being the Ricardos, playing uh, Fred Mertz. Fred Mertz, yeah. <laughs> I, I think that's awesome. Cody Smith McPhee in The Power of the Dog. He was a creepy, weird kid in that. He was. Uh, international yeah. feature stumbled, film. Stumbled upon Cumberbatch's wiener. Yeah, he, he truly did. And so did we all. We unfortunately, or fortunately. That's right. We all, we all saw Doctor Strange. Yeah, we saw his, his strange. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to skip down to documentary feature. I haven't seen any of these, yeah. but I plan to. Ascension, Attica, Flea, Summer of Soul, and Writing with Fire. Have you seen any of these yet? I've not seen any of these. Summer of Soul um, has been on our list, though, because it's... It's a music related one that um that I was very interested in. So Oh, very nice. Yeah. Uh original song. I don't think these are the song titles. Those aren't the songs, yeah. Cause Encanto had like a dozen songs. I'm curious to know which original song. Let me pull up the um Yeah, this uh, is weird. Hollywood reporter. You'd think they would say this here. This is kind of bad reporting, but uh original song, they've got King Richard, Encanto, Belfast, No Time to Die in Four Good Days. Uh, I assume the No Time to Die is probably the the Billie Eilish the theme deal. Song, the Billie Eilish deal. Yeah. Um, best song, which I quite is... liked, by the way. I thought that was good. She did a good job. Yeah, I thought you so know? too. Yeah. It's it's. Uh, we heard that years before we saw the movie. Yeah, but, uh, that's true. I, they uh, held that see. thing too long. They held that movie way too long because I'm. I don't. I'm not saying it's a bad James Bond movie, but it's not their best work. It's fine. Right. You held on to it too long, so the hype meter was off the charts, and you effed it up. You shouldn't have done that. Just put it out. Yeah. Uh, so, Dos Oroguitas is the Encanto song, which surprises me because uh, I like the, uh, I mean, the, the the opening song that introduces you to the characters, the family madrigal is really good. We Don't Talk About Bruno is really good. Um, and there's a, uh, uh, God, what's it called? It's like the pressure... That's that's the one I thought for sure would be the the one that would get nominated, like the uh drip, drip, drip the pressures up or something oh, like that. I can't remember that how one. It goes, but it's like the uh yeah. it's the one that I think kids are now singing in place of uh yeah, the strong sister song in place of Let It Go. It's the new Let It Go. Oh, don't tell me that. I don't want Encanto to become like the new Frozen. I don't want that. It's, it's, not, just, it's just that song is the new popular one. Okay. It's taken the place of... I know that soundtrack's very popular. So. <laughs> Somebody's now... There's now a show title, potential uh, surface pressure. That's it. Uh, Marlian is now... Now there's a show title. Drip, 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 the pressure's up. Nice. <laughs> Something like that. I can't remember the damn song. Yeah, I'm sure that's it. Yeah. Um, let's see here. You got your uh, animated feature film, Encanto, obviously, is in there. That's a big one yeah. this year. Flea's the one will win, but what else do we have? Probably Flea. Uh, you got Luca, which I think is uh, should win. I love Luca. Well, I like them all. Whatever, they're all good. Yeah. Mitchell's yeah. versus the Machine should win because yeah. I love that movie. See, that's another one that that I think I'd love to see that unseat Disney. That'd be amazing, right? Yeah. It won't happen, but I want it to. Yeah. Raya and the Last Dragon also very good from Disney. Um, but once again, yeah. Disney kind of owning this, this the place. The three of those nominations are theirs. 
Um, let's see. Um, skip ahead here. We got another one for Dune and adapted screenplay along with Coda, Drive My Car, Lost Daughter, and Power of the Dog. Uh, I'm going to get to actor in her leading role, Javier Bardem in Being in the Ricardos. Yeah. Eh, yeah flip a coin. He deserve it. That's because they know he's going to shoot him with the cow pressure gun. <laughs> That's how they get you, Brian. Okay. All right. That's okay. how they get you. Right. They go. Even the Academy's intimidated by him is what I'm saying. Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch, Power of the Dog, deserved. should get that. Uh, Andrew Garfield, Tick, Tick, Boom. I haven't seen it, but according That's, to you, it's really good. He does. Of, of these five, and I've seen uh, all five of these roles, sadly only made it through about the first 20 minutes of the tragedy of Macbeth with Denzel Washington but uh why only why you give up it's or? a hard it's a hard watch Tina couldn't do it anymore um oh, it really? is it is beautifully shot you remember how you saw Lighthouse yeah. with uh Pattinson and yeah. Defoe yeah and it's like it's four by three it's black and white it's very stark it's very contrasted tragedy of Macbeth is presented in the same way and the it's almost done like a stage play where the actors come right up to the the screen and deliver their lines and it's it's not modernized it is the actual shakespearean text mm. and unless you're familiar with macbeth it's uh you know we don't we don't speak in iambic pentameter we don't know how this stuff uh what they mean when they're talking about uh, these things so mm. uh my recommendation is Watch it, but read Cliff Notes on Macbeth beforehand so that you know what's going on. Okay. So since it's one of and the Cohen brothers, is there a point in is, there where someone says, the heck do you mean, the heck do you mean, it's my deal, well, Wade? Francis McDormand uh, does, you know, she is there. And mm-hmm. uh, Great. Uh, she plays uh, Macbeth's mother, I believe. That makes sense. Yeah. Right? So, no, no, that's not right. She's the... Yeah, I have to go back. But I've decided I'm going to go back and watch the rest of it. Tina's Tina's done. She says, yeah, watch it on your own. But yeah. anyway, out of bag. these five, Andrew Garfield, Tick, Tick, Boom is my is my pick. Oh, really? You take him over it's, Cumberbatch? He is, he is phenomenal in it. He is so good. And, right. and uh, as good as, you know, musicals as uh, Encanto is, and I'm sure West Side Story is, Tick, Tick, Boom is... Uh, uh, far, far for me, far and above the best of the of the bunch. Okay, so there you go. Wait, yeah. which, in which category? Or, 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 oh, it's you, actor in a leading role. Oh, Andrew you Garth said something about. Uh, sorry, I was confused about that. I'm just saying part. that as far as the musicals goes, t- as far as musicals go, Tick Tick Boom. Beats. Oh, Tick Tick Boom's a musical. It's a musical. It's a musical about uh, Jonathan Larson, or or by Jonathan Larson, semi autobiographical. Oh, okay. And, uh, I didn't know it was a musical. I had no idea. All right. He, yeah. Does he sing? Then he's a singing guy. He does, and he sings well. He ah, sings incredibly well. Nice. Does he shoot webs yeah. all over the place? No? Doesn't He's do that? He shoots webs all over the place and uh, crying over the death of Gwen Stacy still. Oh, Come still. On, get over it, Peter. Yeah, get over that hump. Does he Does he complain that Mark Zuckerberg stole half the company from him? Does he do that? <laughs> yeah, he does that, too. All right, good. Uh, all right. Actress in a leading role, Jessica Chastain for The Eyes of Tammy Faye. Which I've hovered over a couple times with my mouse and then decided not to watch. As did Tina and I. Yeah. We have not watched it yet. I guess now we have to now that it's a uh, Best Actress. Yeah, now uh, you're required nominee. to do it. Olivia yeah. Coleman with her usual nomination for something. Uh, the Lost Daughter. So yes. she's back in there another, for that. Another recommendal. Yep. Penelope Cruz for Parallel Mothers. 
That's where you line up all your mothers <laughs> side by side. That's the only way to do it. I mean, yeah. If you're going to do it, if you're going to line your mothers up, do them parallel, I say. <laughs> exactly. Well, I should rephrase that. Anyway, uh, Nicole, <laughs> Nicole Kimmon for being Ricardo's, her, uh, her Lucy she was good. Uh, deal. Yeah. She was uh, good, but. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wouldn't give it to her. Kristen Stewart for Spencer. She uh, plays the princess die. Oh, I was hoping she was Hawk, and then she'd have her own spinoff called uh, <laughs> A Man Called Hawk. No. Oh, that's not that Spencer. Stuart for Hire. Oh, Stuart for Hire for a movie called Spencer. Got it. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. Yeah, that's the uh, Princess Die uh, film, and she's apparently really good in it, but I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, I heard nothing but good things about her role yeah. in that. Um, all right, directors, here's a big one. Here's one where we got a yeah. big, we got a big. Flubber. Here's one where there is one missing, surprisingly, <clears throat> that I think. Anyway, yeah. But. Uh, well, maybe a couple. The one I'm in particular mad at, we'll get to in a second. Kenneth yeah. Branagh for Belfast. Uh, I think he's going to do well this year. Uh, Raizuki Hamaguchi for Drive My Car. Hamaguchi. Sure. Close. Paul yeah. Thomas Anderson. I have one of those in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Thomas Anderson for Mortal Kombat. Oh, I'm sorry. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong Paul Anderson uh, for Licorice Pizza. <clears throat> Jane Campion, Power of the Dog. By the way, she has not been nominated for Best Director since she directed uh, what's his name's penis in the piano. So there's oh, that. Oh, really? Harvey Keitel's penis? Yeah, Harvey uh-huh. Keitel's uh, Swing and Dinger. Can you name one other thing about that movie? Nope. There's a piano in it uh, and the, and his wiener. And then Molly or Holly uh, Hunt, or who is it? Who's in that? Holly Berry. I'm not going to say it because I want to see if you can come up with something besides Harvey Keitel's penis. Uh, it's really shocking and it's all I remember. Helen Hunt. Not Helen Hunt. Molly. It's not Helen Hunt. What? Uh, 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 ah. Oh my God. You're so close. You've like put all, you've got the, all the pieces. You just need to put them together. Holly Hunter. There. Geez. There we go. Yes, Thank exactly. you, P. P. Crumb in the chat. Um, yeah, Holly. Uh, that's all I remember. Uh, so it's all about a, a wiener and it's kind of stark and like set in the early 1900s or something like that that's all I go. remember uh, anyway Jane Campion back on it with Power of the Dog and then Steven Spielberg who has got one nomination for best picture in every decade for four decades oh has he really wow okay at least cool. one that's nuts yeah yeah uh, for West Side huh. Story now there's no I see no Quebec-y, uh fantastic uh, Denise Villeneuve in here at all and yeah, that is a problem yeah. for me I think Dune deserved best the director it, Dune is in almost every other category I know I know that's what's so, so surprising to not see it here in director I don't know how good Belfast and Drive My Car are so and West Side Story so maybe they will just blow me away but uh, but not seeing him in, uh, in, in under director is a surprise also uh uh, Nightmare Alley. Oh my God! Why am I blanking on his name? Guillermo uh, del Toro. Guillermo, yes, Guillermo del Toro. Uh, brilliantly capturing Carney life uh, and the dark side of it in uh, in Nightmare Alley should have been in here as well. Love but, his movies. I mean, he won yeah. for uh, Fish Fish Date Lady, right? Fish Fish uh, doing it with a fish 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 Fish, fish Date. Yeah, yes. what was that called? <laughs> It's called the water, the color, the shape of water. The color of water. There you go. The color of the shape of water. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's a real bummer, and I'm, I'm pissed that either of those guys aren't on there. They should both be on there. Uh, okay, production design, Dune, Nightmare Alley, The Power of the Dog, Tragedy of Macbeth, of Macbeth and West Side Story. Then you got a bunch of stuff, uh, costume designs and all these. And most of these have Dune in them. Uh, 
Let me get down here to score. Okay, how about this? Mm-hmm. Yep, we love Do, our scores. Yeah, Don't Look Up. I actually really like the score in Don't Look Up. It was really good. It's funny. I don't remember it, but... Uh, I thought it was great. It was surprisingly okay. good for a movie like that. Uh, Dune yeah. is amazing. I think the best work uh, uh, German guy has done. What's his name? Uh, Hans Zimmer. I think it says. I think Hans it's his Zimmer. best work. I freaking Hans love it. Hans Zimmer. Which it says a lot because that guy makes a lot of great music for tons of great movies. But yeah. man, the Dune soundtrack is insane. Especially that those those throat singer dudes on the Weird Planet. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, those are so great. All right, Encanto, of course. You got uh, you, you think you're Lin Manuel Miranda, Marianda, or whatever. Well, that's okay. the thing, though. I mean, score doesn't usually include the the songs. It's the score music right oh right who and did the score i don't that? know how much influence lin-manuel miranda had on the score music mm-hmm. i hate saying uh, his obviously, name you feel like you always have to say his full name because i do i feel like you have to right? yeah yeah you can go lin miranda i mean you could lin miranda could i just lin call miranda. him lin how about that just lin manuel miranda Man- <laughs> <laughs> I know it's complicated. Uh, Parallel Mothers and Power of the Dog. That's a cool yeah. track, but it's also really disconcerting. The Power of the Dog yes. music makes you I feel think weird. The, but the music in Power of the Dog was so uh, uh, got it. It just it it uh, resonated and it like really set up. Yeah, uh, what was about to happen in the scenes? Yeah, more, it's, more so than reactive. It and was, in some it was, places, uh, it's very minimal, but enough to make you feel like, oh my gosh, what is going to happen in the scene? Like it's it's very very effective. Uh, visual effects. We like this this category. This category. Yes, this is a great category. I yeah. can't wait to see what happens here. All right, we got Dune. We got Free Guy. Free Guy. This is the only chance it had at any sort of yeah mention well, during the Oscars. Although people kind of like Free Guy, I guess it's a it's liked, but you know it's not yeah it's, it's not Oscar material. It's just you you see the trailer and you know exactly what you're going to get, and it's good, and it and it meets all those expectations. Yeah. So you got that. You got No Time to Die. I don't know what sure. the effects are in there. I guess there's some just good stuff that looks practical. stuff but. up and... Uh, sure, yeah. I guess. Uh, you got your Shang-Chi, or Shang-Chi, sorry, and the Legend Shang-Chi. of the Ten Rings. Yeah. There's all ten of those rings. Uh, one to all the Kings <laughs> of Men, uh, the Dwarves, and then uh, who else got a ring? Oh, wait, that's the wrong, wrong film. Uh, <laughs> wrong Sp- franchise. Spider-Man No Way Home, uh, also on here. I thought the, uh, you know typical superhero stuff that we get in there but all looked real good oh except yeah. you know what give i'm taking points off for uh the lizard up close talking to the lizard guy i never liked the whole lizard look from even the amazing spider-man yeah. uh, movie right yeah. it just it's, like, it's video game there's nothing as hell. wrong with the the way the comic book lizard looked he looked like a like kind of a dinosaur man yeah you should have gone and like this that one looks like a pale scaly I don't know. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Well, the, the, but also, just when he talked, it was lip synced funny. It looked like yes. bad video game budget. It wasn't good. So, yeah. so points off for that, Spider Man. It's uh, Reese Reese Davies, right? Uh, uh, wait. Who's wasn't uh, who's the lizard and? Uh... No, that's not him. Not the not the band meeting guy. Is that who you're thinking of? Uh. Riz, oh, Riz Efans. Oh, yeah. Rise Efans. Rise Efans. The there's three Riz Rise. Rise. There's there's Rise Davies, Rise, uh, whoever played yeah. Gimli, forgot his name, and then that guy you just mentioned. Right. Uh, Somebody, uh, again, yeah. again, another clarification. R-H-Y-S. Is it Rise? Rise, Riz. Riz. Raz. 
No, it's not Rise Davies. That's not him. Yeah. The, the band meeting guy is Dice Tomato. The band meeting? That's Rise Davies. Yeah. Right? Not Reese. Reese. Is it Reese? Okay, Reese. Reese right. Davies. Okay. Do we say it like Brian Dunaway? Reese's? Is it Reese's uh, Davies? <laughs> Reese's Davies PCs? Yeah, I don't know. All right, here's a funny one. You want a funny one? Way, John Reese Davies is uh, bad dates, indeed. Bad dates. Oh, we're John Reese Davies. Yeah, that's it. Oh, well, yes. who am I thinking of? Re- Re- uh, who's band meeting? Is the other Reese? He's uh, Reese Darby. 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 Uh, you want to pull a chesty? Oh, you got to see him in it. his <laughs> his character in Bob's Burgers. One of the funniest damn things in the world. Uh, uh, all right, this one's funny. Makeup and hairstyling. It's as oh, if yeah. we're in a different planet. Uh, it really is, yeah. Coming to America, okay, uh-huh. with the two in the middle because it's a sequel. Cruella, uh, The Eyes of Tammy Faye, House of, House of Gucci, and really the only normal one here is Dune. Yeah. Give it to Dune. It really surprises me that this is the only... I haven't seen House of Gucci, but I, I heard it was really good. It really still surprises me uh, that uh, we didn't see it in any other categories, House of Gucci. Yep. Yeah, that's yeah. that's. <clears throat> I also heard that. I heard uh, what's his name's pretty. Oh, you know, who I thought would be on here at least once for something oh, was uh, the last yeah. duel. I was sure of it. Oh, I know. Yeah, I'm bummed. And they didn't give what's her name a best actress nomination. Comer, that's a crime. Yeah. That's a yeah. crime, dude. Also, for makeup and hairstyling, I really would really would have liked to have seen uh, Rudy Giuliani. Yeah, um, that would have been great. Yeah, yeah, when he was getting his wiener out on the bed with uh, uh, for, you know, <laughs> with Borat's with daughter. Borat, <laughs> Borat's <laughs> fake daughter. Yeah, that I actually really like that movie. Um, yeah. Uh, more than I thought I would. I didn't, you know, the first one, whatever, I can take it or leave it. But that second one I thought had heart and it was weird. It was good. Uh, but what was I going to yeah. say about, okay, who would you swap out here for actress in leading role if you oh, had okay. to, to, well, to swap in the problem in with Comer. this is that I haven't seen uh, Parallel Mothers. I haven't seen Spencer and I haven't seen Eyes of Tammy Faye. Um, Nicole I Kidman. Not, I mean... Swap air for him yeah, for Nicole you know Kidman. What? Yeah, absolutely. Nicole Kidman did a great job playing Lucy, Lucy Ricardo, and, and Lucille Ball. But um, but Jodie Comer was fantastic. She is the the glue that holds that whole film together. Without yeah, her, hundred percent. Without a, yeah, 100%. without a great actor in that role in that. No, it's important. It's like it's. Well, you said it. It's the glue. It's the pivotal thing. You don't if it's if she is not there, it doesn't freaking work. Yeah. So what are you even doing, Nicole Kidman? You've had your other ones. You've won others. You're good. Olivia Coleman, even step aside for once. You got you. You win uh, everything. I can't. I can't do it. I loved. I loved her in Lost Daughter. You need. You need to see the Lost Daughter. Should be the next. Like the next thing that your mouse hovers over on and actually clicks on uh, on Netflix is the Lost Daughter um, because Olivia Coleman's characters are always uh, you can't you can't not love them right oh, like, I love her and everything they're she's amazing lo- like you love her characters because she does such a great job and she's so she's so awkwardly sweet and all that stuff but her character in the Lost Daughter makes you question loving her and 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 wanting her as a sympathetic lead well she, she did that pretty well in um fleabag she was not a great person in oh yeah, that's a good point as the uh yeah. the new the stepmom, the stepmom. I forgot about that. she was oh awful. we need something new with phoebe waller bridge i miss phoebe waller bridge isn't she doing a new um 
Well, speaking of speaking of uh, uh, what's her name in the Killing Eve, she makes that right, and she a writer on that or something? Yeah, she's a writer, but I want I want on screen winking at the camera, breaking the fourth wall. She got a new season coming, I think, at some point. A flea bag? Are they doing another flea bag? Thought so. Thought I heard there was uh, three. You always do things in three. That's how you kill uh, Bowser. You hit him three times. You know, <laughs> law of threes. I thought I, thought I heard that uh, flea bag was done. Oh well, that would bore. That would that would that would sadden me to hear that because it I, saddens me too. That show's yeah. funny. I've never heard my wife laugh as hard as she did when we watched that. She did laughed you, so hard. Did you watch the one where she where they're like all? Um, I think it's called crashing, but they're all they're all crashing in a old abandoned hospital. Uh, an episode of Fleabag. <sighs> No, it's a, oh. it was a series, a Phoebe Waller Bridge series. Let me oh, see I don't, that's... I don't know. I haven't heard of that. Um, I would I'm watch it though. Thinking that was what it was called. I know I can't can't remember. I like her. A lot. Yeah, British TV series called Crashing. Um, one one season of it, Phoebe Waller Bridge, um, a bunch of uh, housemates like because rent is so high everywhere, they crash in a uh, abandoned hospital. Oh my gosh! <laughs> okay. And it's great, but it was only one season, and it was uh, uh, so that'll that'll satisfy your your flea bag uh, lack of flea bag sadness. Is she, watch crashing. She wrote No Time to Die. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? I know it's it's great because we're getting so much Phoebe Waller Bridge, but we're not getting the Phoebe Waller Bridge that that we want. You know, and she's doing a yeah. She co wrote. She co wrote No Time. Co- to yeah, die. yeah. But still. She's working on a. She's a co-creator and, and writer of Mr. and Mrs. Smith, a television adaptation of Mr. Oh, and Mrs. Smith. I didn't Smith. realize there was huh, that comes out this year. Okay. So that's what she's working on. Hmm. Um, she's she's what you is also, she? She's amazing. Again, another one you need to see is um. Oh no, that's not her. Never mind. Oh no, that is her. Yeah, uh, Run, which was an HBO. Movie with uh, Donald Greason. Donald Greason. Gleason. Greason. <laughs> I worked so hard on getting the first name right. <laughs> Donald Gleason yeah. and Merritt Weaver. Yeah. Where one of them texts the other one the word "run" and they both meet at. Uh, it's their cue to meet at a train station. Oh yeah, she wrote yes. that. She wrote that, and uh, she even appears in a couple episodes of it. And and uh, again, another one. It's like, yeah, watch that. If you have not watched that. Well, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. She's stupid talented. Like she is. Uh, she might be yeah. my favorite British creator right now. She's so good. Yeah. Well, all right. Donal, well, we've Donal. Okay, thank you, Claire. She's written the word Donal in let me pronunciations guess. like eight different times. Yeah. Let me caps, guess though. Is it all? Oh, it is all caps. That's weird. It is all caps. Isn't oh, that surprising? Yeah. yeah. I'm huh. shocked by that. I can't even believe oh. it. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, then. Well, there you go. Look forward to your Oscars coming soon to a TV near you. They air? Uh, How long do I have to watch? Because I'm going to try and watch not just the three uh, directing, or I'm sorry, the three best picture movies, but also want to get the acting and directing. Right. March 27th. Okay. All right. You got time. Oh, the, yeah. March it might, 27th. It might be all you do. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm going to be in... Coming back from pinball land on March 27th. So. Oh, wait, pinball. Oh, right. Yeah, that's I forget, yeah. That's freaking March. Dallas pinball. So wait yeah. a minute. When do you go to, you're going to Disney hoo-ha soon. When's that? First week, first week of March. Okay, yeah, yeah. You got a busy March. That's what you what, got. you don't have your, you don't have all my uh, replacements lined up? Come no, on, Scott. I have all your itinerary. I got to talk to some people and get that done. <laughs> all right. Uh, well done, everybody. Now this. 
we got time for a story, and it's brought to you by... Diego Van Kotzveld, a patron, says, Hey, I have a YouTube channel for my casual gaming with my kids and digital drawing uh, where I record while streaming live on Twitch. Go to tinyurl.com slash Diego does games. Awesome. That's very cool. Yeah. Uh, I made that tiny URL for him because his YouTube was huge and I it didn't. We good good for it. you. Look yeah. at you. Well, you know, you think ahead for these things. We do things for our patrons that normally people don't do. We do all sorts yeah. of stuff for them. They're By great. the way, when you came up with that tiny URL, did you think of the fact that the first two words, if you read them differently, are die, God, OES games? <laughs> yes, I did. But the problem is Diego, Diego games, Diego YouTube, all these were taken. And so okay. I, I, could, I had to settle. But yes, I did read die, die God, OES games. OS games. <laughs> All right, uh, here's your one and only story for the day. It's a it's a real treat. Uh, a Foot Locker employee, you know, they wear the stripes and they look like a ref and everything over there at the Foot Locker. Yeah. They still yeah. do that? Is that a thing at Foot Locker? They got to look like a ref? I think so, yeah. I well, mean, are there still Foot Lockers? I, I assu- <laughs> the, I think. That actually is the bigger question. I but, seem so. Yeah, they're never going to get rid of that uniform, that uh, outfit. Okay. Well, then this guy, just picture, I, I, this is part of the visual, so picture that. Okay. Foot Locker oh, employee God. allegedly ejaculated into sneakers while he was at work. That's a foul. It is a foul. That's a personal foul. <laughs> Yellow card. Uh, sneakers are known to inspire passion, but this is ridiculous, says this article. A Foot Locker employee was allegedly having uh, sex with, and uh, let's say, finishing the deed with a pair of sneakers. Uh, but uh, here's the extra gross part, uh, is that an employee <laughs> employee put the sneakers back in the boxes uh, and put that back in, in the stock. So, you know, his, his, his man his man semen is in the is in the box somewhere jeez oh, uh, a video of the man engaging in self love in a storage room <laughs> <and> a footlocker <laughs> went viral this week for all the wrong reasons actually there's no good reason reportedly there is footage of and I'm not reading that part let's just say let's say there's some very detailed footage let's say that oh, um, okay all right uh, as you can see I'm <laughs> read that sentence and tell me you want to read that out loud yeah, I, I, I don't know. It just surprises me. You, know, you know what? I'll read it out loud because I think it's you're missing an opportunity for you to say this word in a very fun way like this. Right. Reportedly, there is footage of the ejaculate in the sneakers insoles. <laughs> <laughs> See? See, you missed an opportunity. Right? I hate the word ejaculate. I hate yeah. it. It's just nasty. Um, anyways, you can see we're at Foot Locker here. There's nobody else here. Oh, shit. I am fully, completely, 100% sexy and naked, said the sneaker freak in the clip. So he's on video saying this. <laughs> uh, he went, uh, let's see, it went down in Ontario, Canada. Oh, it isn't, it's not Florida, is it? Oh, interesting. Oh, well, what do you know? Yeah, Canada. He turned those, he turned those new balances into goo balances. Uh-huh. Uh, 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 he... <laughs> He uh, put the sick in the ASICs. There you go. You did it. Uh, he. Uh, oh, he's got another there's one. There's got to be more. There's got to be more. Yeah, threes. Law of threes. Let's get it yes, in here. Yes, I know. Oh, there's something. Come. Why am I? There's something <laughs> with Reebok. Good Lord. Reebok, Reebok just feels like. <laughs> uh, you had me with. Come on. Come, come on, Reebok. All right. Uh, Foot Locker is aware of the footage and issued this statement. Quote, unquote, Foot Locker is committed to operating with the highest ethical standards, and this type of behavior is not tolerated. We are aware of the incident, and we are taking appropriate steps to address the situation. 
I'm not saying they meant to put the word steps in there and they're a shoe store. I'm just saying maybe oh, they did. Oh, that's clever. I'm you know, yesterday um, when we were talking about the brawl at the uh, uh, Golden Corral over steak and, and I brought up, you know, you have to the meat of the story. Cleo said they had a beef. Uh, I think Tristan wins because he said <laughs> last night came up with this. Like as soon as I told him the story, he said, wow, that is some prime Golden Corral <laughs> <laughs> that's good that's prime golden corral for you that is good that's very yeah. good uh well well done uh tristan and well done article for making us all squirm a little and bit well here done in the footlocker employee for uh you know yeah whatever you did i don't want yeah. those shoes i don't like nikes no. is what i would say if I was there. <laughs> that's right all right we're out of here for a minute while we play a song and uh, that song will be presented by brian after that we're going to be hanging out with bill a little bit of time with bobby so stick around brian why don't you play that song for us yeah oh man we're getting to play some alt j i love alt j mm. they have a brand new album coming out this friday called the dream uh, and their tour starts at the end of this month, so you can see Alt-J come to a place near you, potentially. Here's the brand new single from their brand new album. It is called The Actor.
Y'all, Thrive Market. Let's talk about them. They're an online membership-based market on a mission to make healthy living easy and affordable for everybody. That means you. That means me. That means everybody. Thrive Market carries all of your favorite clean brands. It doesn't clean out your wallet. Shop everything from ethically sourced pantry essentials to sustainable meat and seafood to non-toxic cleaning and beauty products. Each and every item is vetted by Thrive High standards. They really do have high standards. So you get the highest quality products at the best price. Plus, you can easily shop by diets and values like keto, gluten-free, vegan, low-sugar, non-GMO, fair trade certified, many more. And when you become a member, Thrive donates a membership to a family in need. That's pretty awesome. Thrive Market has monthly or annual membership options to suit your particular lifestyle. So it works for everybody. I really like Thrive Market. I got to say this in very specific terms. They sent me some unsalted, or I'm sorry, salted uh, cashews that I kind of can't believe exist. They're so freaking good. I was really surprised by it. And you might be as well. Find something you like, and then you'll be blown away by it. I was. You will be too. To get 40% off your first order and a free gift, join today at thrivemarket.com slash TMS. That's 40% off your first order and a free gift when you join today at T-H-R-I-V-E, that's thrivemarket.com slash T-M-S. Skeletor, the master of the universe. Hello, hello, hello. You're writing checks with the year 2011. That your body can't cash in 2012. This is the morning stream. Uh, very timely clip from Scott Fletcher there. Uh, yeah, hey, okay. Brian, what was that song one more time? Sure, that song was The Actor by Alt J from their brand new album, The Dream, which comes out this Friday. Big thanks to Jim at Big Hassle. So Alt-J is not short for alternate jazz or something, right? No, I don't know. It, it, it's something that you, if you do it on your keyboard, uh, you you automatically play his music, I think. <laughs> oh, just Alt- yeah, well, the, what if the you're... shortcut key to play Alt-J. Okay, so if you're, but if you're on the Mac, everybody, option. Just hit the option Use option, key. yes, exactly. Yeah. Just what case. does it do? Does it, what, what letter, what character does it do? Option Oh, J. I don't know. Let's do oh, that. It's a delta symbol, or the, the triangle. Oh, yeah, look at that. Um... You know what? I always forget what this does over here with the. Oh yeah, the whole alphabet has some. Yeah. Some stuff you do. Yep. I never mess with these other keys. Glyphs. It's yeah, all your glyphs. different glyphs. It's all your glyphs. There used to be a keyboard for that. Is there still like a little graphical one that would pop up? There is. You can. Um, what is it? It's under View. No. Is that still a thing? Fontbook. I think Fontbook pulls it up on the Mac. Oh. Um, I pull it up in. I pull it up in. Uh, uh, Photoshop when I need one, mm-hmm. and then I just double click on the glyph I want. It plops it wherever I want it. The only one I always remember is option three. Oh, no, 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 no. Sorry. Yeah. Option two, is it? Yeah, is a trademark symbol. Yeah, yeah. And then option R is registered. Uh, yeah, like a little uh, registered trademark. Circle with the R in it. Yeah. yeah. And copyright is something similar, but I can't find it. Anyway. Uh, sense, I think, is option C. Is it? No, it's what is it? I used to have to do this like. Ah. Shoot. I used to know that. Option four? Option four, yeah. Option, option four is option sense. Option four is sense. Yeah. Oh, yeah, look at that. There it is. Yeah. 
many pennies. All right. Let's uh, <clears throat> let's uh, <laughs> uh, keyboard time's over. Time for Bill. That's right. Uh, as much as we enjoyed it, and we did, Bill's got to come in here and show us something else we can enjoy. So uh, sit back, relax, and enjoy his appearance here on the morning stream. Where the hell's this thing? Here it is. Your bat cave's open there, Bill. Hey, Bill's on the show. Who comes on here every Tuesday and talks about making stuff because he is a world class maker and shows his wares over there at uh, punishprops.com and of course his YouTube channel at Punish Props. Uh, Bill, welcome back to the show. How are you? Hello, doing good. Oh, that's great. Uh, I got a really fun topic that I can't believe I haven't talked about before. Yeah. Uh, I want to talk about video games where you get to make stuff. <laughs> crafting games. Gosh, oh, I can't okay. think. For the life of me, I just can't think of what Bill might have been doing this week that prompted yeah. this. Yeah, I so, know. So tell tell everybody about it, because I'm, I'm excited for you, because that game is rad that you've been playing. Yeah, so, so Brittany and I started playing Satisfactory. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's in... Uh, early release, I guess. Whatever, it feels pretty done to me. <laughs> it's close. They're in their like fifth, uh, maybe even their final before full release. But this thing's been in early access for like three and a half years now, so it's it's, oh, yeah. it's pretty close. They're almost. I done. like that. I like that name though. I don't know anything oh. about this game, but Satisfactory. Here, it's, it's a perfect. game you make stuff in. That's yeah. great. Yeah. yeah, there are moments like it keeps happening where out loud you'll say oh man that's really satisfying mm-hmm. <laughs> really? oh yeah okay. big time oh yeah i mean so, picture it like this brian it's like um you know these games where you're kind of in god mode uh, factorio style where you're up like above your 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 place and you're building your your different required yeah. buildings and you're putting um you know uh what, what do you call uh, conveyor belts between them and it's like all right I'm, I'm mining for gold and that gold converts to bricks and those bricks convert to whatever and you know, like, like a lot the, of that with Astroneer right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, there's yeah. a bit of that in there. Exactly. This is this is that, but in first person, and it's massive, just really? massive factory. You build this the crazy automation. It's oh, it's insane. It's really yeah, neat. The, the, yeah, the scale gets that's something you don't appreciate when you start the game because you start by like with like a pick. like a chisel, like chipping out one piece of ore at a time, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. now I'm like. I don't deal with ore in anything less than a complete stack of 500. Yeah. Like, yeah. The oh, yeah. scale just goes Look out. Of now, oh. I'm, I'm guessing, this is what I'm going to guess. You're very good at organizing your factory. I am not. Oh, I've got. Well, I've, re- I've rebuilt my factory three times. Yeah. That'll, whoops, uh, that'll happen. The third, one, the third one is pretty tidy, but there does come a point where you're like, like I, I try not to let anything intersect one another. I want it to look real tidy, but every once in a while, I'm like, I just need to get concrete over there, mm-hmm. and I'll just I'll just run a conveyor through something. I don't care. Yeah. But no, my 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 my, uh, my factory is quite quite tidy. I'm <laughs> sure it is. Great, look at this. Yeah, it's a really really cool game. It uh, they launched it first on uh, Epic, and then. Uh, later on Steam, and now they're in both places, and they and they update it all the time. They have trains. Yeah. You got a full like nuke train thing that you can get to. There's elevators and stuff wow. now. Like it's an ins- it's insane. And you just oh, pick like cool. a biome. You're like, oh okay, I like this biome. These different planets, and some are harder than others. And then you just start building. And before you know, it's 4 a.m. and you wonder what you did with your life. It's crazy. Yeah, holy yeah. crap. Yeah. So Brittany and I play together. We've we've played a lot of different crafting type games together. Um, and it's awesome also having always having a partner in these types of games. So like I'll be working on the factory, Britt will be doing research 
it's really really great do you, do you uh, uh, we, let me ask you a quick question about your uh when you're refining stuff with the initial factory and you have to manually hold down the hammer button and all that uh-huh um I I have a an older cough switch that's kind of heavy that goes on the floor, yeah. um, but it's not currently being used. <laughs> and because the space bar is the button you can hold along, you could do the mouse button if you want, but a space bar does the same thing. Instead of sitting there holding it, I put that little weight on my space bar oh. and like I can walk away for a while and let it do what it has to do. <laughs> yeah, I used I used a uh, a tin of mints in my phone. <laughs> As like a little lever to press the space bar down. Then I found out that you can just tap the space bar and it toggles it on and you don't have to do that anymore. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. The, uh, and that, I can go make breakfast. <laughs> yeah, that used to be not the case. You used to have to manually hold it no matter what. And they yeah. they finally caved because fans were like, look, we understand how you want to make this seem like a really manual process. But come on, it's a video game. Give us a, oh, yeah. give us a chance. So that's good to hear that they yeah. did that. Uh, well, anyway, so so ultimately, your goal is what? Dominate the world and have all the iron yeah. and everything, and there you go. So there you go. have your space elevator, and you've got to send manufactured parts into the space elevator, and they get sent up to the company that owns all this. I fix it is what it's called. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you have these really lofty goals, and it's like you need 500 of this crazy thing that takes forever to make, and you have to figure out a system to make that, and it takes a long time. Yeah. Um, but when you oh, when you finish it, mm, you so might good. you might then, call it satisfactory when you're done. Oh, yeah, so satisfactory. Yeah, yeah. It's like so. It's like the best Lego and Erector set and Tinker Toy and Lincoln Log all wrapped into one. Yeah. And the so since we played a ton of these crafting games, I'm familiar with all these different systems, and I'm really impressed with the way Satisfactory works because you have to place every little thing. But there's a mode where you can zip and do a whole line of walls. So it's a lot faster. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then if you have to erase something, you get you have a tool for that. It's really responsive and you get everything back. You just get all the materials back. So building something and then taking it down, then rebuilding it again is like no big deal. Yeah, it used to be so worse though. The early days of this in the early days of this game, they didn't have any de- deconstruction, so whatever you made oh. stayed and it was a huge pain in the butt and it's nightmare. come, come a long <laughs> no. way, yeah. Long way since then, which yeah. is good. I find that these games like satisfy my creative itch a little bit too. It's really good. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it get, it gets you. Um, I don't know what the word is for a game that's so mechanic. Like it's very mechanical. It's also just crazy immersive. Um, yeah, you feel like you're there, and I don't know if it's like, the first person view or whatever it's doing it, but it's it's really cool. I needed I needed more screws, so I set up a screw factory that fed my main factory, right? So this sort of secondary building down the hill. And I, you know, I set up my ore going in there and smelters and, and everything, and it's cranking out screws. And then I just, I built walls around it. I put up some nice windows. I made a roof. Put I put a, I put a skylight in the roof. This is all unnecessary. Yeah, you don't need any of it. <laughs> we'll like, get you the extra no. points of the game, get you further in the game. No, anything. not really. But, uh, there's a it, there's the progression's really great you, as things sort of the scale builds and you end up with downtime when you're waiting for things to manufacture and then you're like oh cool I'll go spruce up something mm-hmm. I'll go spruce up make I'll tidy up some lines or I'll like when you end up having downtime you, there's always something you could be doing and oh I'll explore the um, some of the more cosmetic things right you can get different mm-hmm. you know walls different 
And I have, and that that part is deeply satisfying to me. That that creative part. I need. I get to make this building look however I want, and the system supports it really well. Yeah, it's really good too. And you mentioned it kind of earlier, but it's important to note. Like if you've made a really complex bunch of conveyor belts all feeding into one factory or into storage or whatever it may be, and you're like, oh, I really hate how narrow I've made this space. You just go and you'll you'll stop production for a bit while you do sure, it, yeah. but you're you can just tear it apart and fix whatever you needed to and and then you're back Mm -hmm. in business and you didn't lose anything and i don't know there's something really satisfying about yeah there's a good it's a good mix of stuff yeah so uh i wanted to just quick rattle off a couple other good examples of ones that i've enjoyed like there's uh, like minecraft and terraria are obvious yeah sort of minecraft was kind of the the proto survival crafting game uh, actually, I, I love seeing. I think it was Joel uh, Duggan has been working on like this medieval town for a long time. Yeah, he keeps adding Minecraft. on. It's amazing what he's done. Yeah, it's really it's cool. So cool to see that that sort of thing. And mm-hmm. of course, you you can make sculptures in the game, but you can also program stuff with redstone if that's your jam. Like, it's crazy what's possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Raft we played recently, and that one is super fun. Yeah, Raft uh, is good. Fun. A fun adventure, and you have to build your raft one little segment at a time. And uh, our our raft ended up being like five stories tall, and it had a little bedroom. There's tons of decoration and customization options. Yeah, uh, and the story is really fun. And it's one of the one. one of the few games where I actually enjoyed. Well, I enjoy everything except the shark. Uh, but there's mm-hmm. a mode where you can turn all that stupid shark stuff off. If you yeah, want. Bruce can go straight to hell. Yeah, Bruce is a dick. <laughs> But it's a cool. Raft. That's a really cool game. We talked about it on Core, and John John played probably more of it than any of us. But it was such an interesting take on this. Yeah, whatever this genre I play, is. I yeah. played it through twice with Brit, and I'll play it through again. I know because they keep adding to it. Yeah, it's just so good. That's another, uh, Valheim yeah. is very similar. Yeah. Although I think the building in Valheim is just phenomenal. Yeah. Um, there's a subreddit. Uh, if you're interested, a Valheim builds subreddit where people share the things they make in that game, and it's insane. It's yeah. just completely insane what people are. Making. I would play Valheim way more if I liked the survival parts of Valheim and the fighting. And the, I, I wish it was just me building stuff. And I know you can like yeah. there's command lines to go in God mode and just do whatever you want. But I wish the game was less about mm-hmm. fighting bosses and and whatever. Right. Yeah. And that's something Satisfactory has. Uh, there's very little combat. Every once in a while, you have to like fend off a creature or whatever. Uh, but uh, there's not really a lot of combat in that game. Which yeah. Which I, I, I tend to lean more towards that. Same, same. Uh, and then, Brian, you mentioned Astroneer. Oh, my yeah. goodness. Brittany and I played through that game like three times. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's the coolest toy set ever, right? It like, really is. Like, I can is. make little rovers with little trailers. and. Yep, and they look uh, like little toys. They look like, yeah. you know, uh, <laughs> so great. Yeah, so far I've uh, unlocked the core of three planets. I'm working on oh, all God. seven. And <laughs> If you ever, seriously, at any point, if you're playing that game and you want a hand, give yeah. me a call. <laughs> Any time of day, and I will join you, and I will help you collect minerals. Nice, and I mean this. Yeah, uh, Astroneer is awesome. I'd love to play uh, Astroneer with you. Very, cool. <laughs> very, very cool. And, cool. and do you do you feel like as a guy who makes actual real stuff in real life, playing something like this fuels you in that regard, or you feel like it? You know, like what 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 effect does it have on you as someone who builds actually builds things? You know it what I mean? It's definitely a it is a positive influence on my creative loop, I would say. My creative process cuz I you go through t- period, well, at least for me when I as a maker, I go through periods of I need to be actively making stuff with my hands. Mm-hmm. And then I need to be taking photos of that thing. Yeah. <laughs> and then 
there's a period where I'm like, I need a break from that. That was a lot. And in that time, that's where I'm like, I need to be inspired. I need to watch maker YouTube channels. I need to play maker video games because all of that just feeds my creative loop. And after that, I'm like, all right, I'm ready to make stuff with my hands again. Yeah. And it's just, I just go through that cycle constantly. And the creative video games are a huge part of it. Well, you got me to reinstall it. So nice job. Well done. Cool. Uh, well, all right then. So there you go, everybody. You want to get a little taste of that? There are plenty of these. Uh, Factorio is another really good example. It's this 2D. Yeah, I've heard about that. It's one. basically a 2D version of this um, that kind of, in some ways, I think Satisfactory lifted a lot of those ideas and just said, well, let's make a big 3D version of this. The other good one is, um, oh, I can't remember now. Uh, developed in China. It's almost done. People love it. Uh, forgot the name. Someone in the chat remember. It's real good, though. You're a little robot, and you run around building stuff. But, um, oh, sphere, something Sphere. Oh, Dyson Sphere. Dyson Sphere. That game is yeah, really people good. People are telling me about that one, too. I haven't checked it out yeah, yet. Yeah, it's very, very good. Different perspective, obviously, than this. but it's uh, Bad news cool. is I still have a lot of Satisfactory to play. Yeah. I'm about 50 hours in, <laughs> and I predict another... 100 hours at least oh easy yeah and this thing's just like they've still got updates they've still got stuff they want to do with it you're yes. you're yeah you're in good and i guess they just added some controller support to it for those that prefer controllers uh it's, i tried it i don't love the controller support yet but there it's just getting refined so you know your your mileage may vary uh but you can get it wherever you get your games uh but you, you getting a little bonus content for us today or what yeah, uh, my buddy Bob over at I Like to Make Stuff is working on restoring a Carmen Ghia. Oh, and he had my, to, my mom used to have a Carmen Ghia. Those oh, are so cute. They really are. And he built a basically a rotisserie for the <laughs> car body so they could lift the car body off of the frame and rotate it so they could work on the car body. And oh I think that's Oh my god, cool. look at that. That's I did so this. Awesome. Growing up, we my dad and me and my brothers restored a 68 Volvo P1800 sports car. It's the coolest little car. And we did this, but we didn't have a rotisserie. We just had to lift that thing off by hand because he had three teenage boys to help him. Yeah. <laughs> this oh, wow. would have been so much nicer. Man, my dad, I mean, died in 2000, but had he been around for the YouTube age? This sort of stuff, this is all he would do is watch this stuff yeah. all day. He oh, yeah. loves the, this sort of thing. I'm terrible at it. And I look at this and go, well, that's a bunch of work I don't want to do. But for people who are into this, man, what a cool thing that is. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. Go rotate Go rotate your own car, everybody, and learn how on this channel. <laughs> uh, I like to make stuff, which you can... Or no. Yeah, stuff. There it is. Hey, Bill. Uh, have a hey. great week. Oh, PunchProps.com, everybody. Don't forget that. And, of course, Jim Beard on Twitter. Uh, go go support your favorite YouTuber who makes things. In that, that case, it's Bill. Hey, Bill, have a great week, and we'll see you next time. See ya. Bye now. See ya. Oh, man. Carmen Gee, I haven't heard that in about... I know, yeah. There's a name I haven't heard. <laughs> it feels like a long time, but maybe yeah. it hasn't been that long. I don't know. All right. Hey, what do you... F- hey, Brian. Do you, hey. do you know everything about the science world? Are you familiar with everything? Clearly, I don't, okay. especially when it comes to... Blowing on windows. Well, good news. <laughs> Science. Jo- uh, here to fix all of that is one Bobby Frankenberger who joins us from South Carolina, as he does every Tuesday, and we talk a little science. Hi, Bobby. Welcome back. 
Hey, thanks Hi. for welcoming me. Yeah, you're always welcome. <laughs> uh, real quick, let's get that out of our system. The thing with the, the glass and the breathing on it and putting your finger in it and whatever. Yeah. Um, I think we determined through... Not uh, enough DNA to, to get a DNA profile, but it does have... I mean, look, you know, as, as uh, Bronco pointed out in our email... We're wearing masks right now because when we breathe, we're sending out little yeah. virus particles with our spit. So Yeah, which I don't know uh, why I didn't think of that either on Sunday when we recorded. Right, yeah. right, exactly. You're, you're depositing hot air that came from inside your lungs. So Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, so I guess what I'm saying is, do you think it would be gross? You're not going to lick a window. Nobody should lick a window. Nobody should lick a window. Now, if you're going to do it, go ahead and then do a finger. It's your it's your spit. It's your finger. It's your lung juice. Who cares? Right? Ugh, lung yeah. juice. Sure, sure. <laughs> God. It's, it's condensed lung air, right? Because yeah. like it's it's whatever's already. It's already... It was already. It was in your mouth once before it touched the window. Yeah, but it's like um, hair. Everybody wants. Everybody likes their hair until one of them is in a in, in your pizza, right, and then you're like, I right. can't eat that pizza because there's a hair in it. Right. Even though it's, even well, your my hair, own was, hair. I don't want it. Yeah. <laughs> my my hair was never in my mouth to begin with, though. Well, right. that's true. Unless you're uh, unless you're my wife who chewed her hair when she was really young, and then she got an appendicitis from it. So there's that. And your oh, wow. hair really picks up tons of stuff from the environment i've learned this since having long hair now mm -hmm. like like i'll cook something and then hours later that night i'll turn my head and my hair will flop in front of my face and i can smell like spaghetti yeah <laughs> <You know? Ugh. laughs> or garlic or or like whatever i cooked that night it's like it's in the air and it's in in your hair and you just i just never had hair long enough to notice everybody who has long hair i'm sure experiences this but it was also just like isn't that the whole point point of hair is to filter stuff and to keep you warm right like the evolutionary need for hair i don't I assume. think your hair is there to filter stuff you don't think so like <laughs> not like, the hair on your head but the hair in your nose and stuff like that well, is for your nose ears and sure. stuff like that yeah so the one in your grabs so all the hair so that's interesting on the, right on the top of your head <laughs> so if you've got What's it filtering it for so brian has no filter is what we're saying he's got zero yeah, filter exactly in. yeah the people uh, behind me on the roller coaster is what my my hair would be filtering. Yeah, if you if you puked, um, yeah. would, some of it would get caught in your hair and would yes. right. protect yeah, people exactly. behind you. Bobby, look, oh, if you got you real that. sick one time, I'd hold your hair back, Bobby. I'd do that for you. Oh, yeah. thanks. I would. That's that's going to be really useful in Vegas. Yeah, I think. I'm going to take you up on. That. I would hate it, but I would do it. I would totally yeah. do it. Uh, well, all right. Uh, forget about all that. That's science behind us. Let's look at science Please. in front of us. What uh, What are we doing? What What do you got today? What are we talking about? Surprisingly, we might be talking in a, in a way about science behind us because um, the CDC is has just on uh, February fourth mm. announced that they're now publicly logging uh, SARS CoV two virus levels in sewage around the U.S. Oh, so that's yeah. lovely. So what does that mean, and and what? How should I prepare my sewage? <laughs> well, you're preparing it um, every day if you have a regular bowel uh, for the uh, for the CDC to be able to check it out. Basically, what they're doing is they're just checking uh, in in certain sites around the country. They're checking the sewage for you know levels of of virus for COVID. It's a sure. sort of an early early detection. 
system for determining the the trends of up and down movement of of whether surges are coming or or dissipating or you know going away and and apparently uh, there's been a lot of research that's been done that shows that you can identify things like like upcoming surges and new variants in wastewater much more quickly than you can from analyzing uh, testing samples mm. from from COVID tests that are done at like uh, at like those public testing sites. Oh, that makes industry. sense to me. I mean, it, it sounds gross and everything, but the truth of it yep. is, like, you have a big sample size uh, from major populations that is there no matter what. So you didn't have to organize this. You didn't have to do special right. studies, get blood drawn. Like you didn't have to go through all that stuff to do it. So you have your sample and your quick turnaround. And if it's reliable data, I guess that's the only key here, right? It just has to be reliable data. Then that seems like a pretty great way to do yep. it. Or and that's they've been doing this for a little while, and that's what they had to figure out was they had to they had to do the studies, do the research, crunch the numbers, and find out if if it actually if if this if detecting uh, SARS-CoV-2 virus in sewage, if detecting it there was actually correlating with what was going on in the real world, right? Yeah. So what they did know is that forty to eighty percent of people with COVID shed viral DNA or viral RNA in their poop, and uh, and that it, the interesting thing is that that shedding of the RNA happens. Almost immediately after you get infected, definitely before symptoms show. Oh, so that's why this is so useful: is that it could potentially show up much more quickly than we are, than we can reasonably detect it in people. You know, and we're because we're not testing people. Usually, you don't get tested unless you're showing symptoms, right? Right. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, so, the, that the entire testing process is that, even even if yeah. the testing process is running at peak efficiency, it's still kind of inherently inf- inefficient. Because you're not going in until you feel sick. Some people right. don't go in at all because they're like, ah, it's just a cold. Some people just don't want to go. Like, you know, there's all these reasons why you might not be able to glean data from somebody who may have or have it. In this particular case, everybody's using the can. Everybody's flushing it down there every day. And whether you have it or not, and whether you know it or not, it doesn't matter. The data's there, right? So right. That's, yeah. that seems good. I'm, I'm all for this poop tester deal. This is good. <laughs> You know, yeah, seems, they're, seems good. They're, they're, uh, they have about 400 wastewater sites around the country where they're testing people in this way and analyzing the data. It represents about 53 million people. There's places like um, Michigan, Ohio, Missouri, Utah actually has um, s- several. Nice. Uh, nice. Around the Salt Lake area. Yeah. Um, they've got a bunch of wastewater testing sites, North Carolina, Virginia. So. But they're uh, planning over the coming weeks to add 250 more now that this data has come out because the data shows that um, that testing, monitoring the sewage is correlated with case rates and hospitalization rates and t- test pos- positivity. So they can see when rates are going up in the sewage. It's, it's correlating very closely with when actual testing is showing that rates are going up. And it's just we, we notice ahead of time. Uh, when we look at the sewage. So this could be really cool. Also, apparently, there were several of these monitoring sites that that detected Omicron 
before actual cases of Omicron were detected oh. in those same states. Interesting. So that's that's the whole thing about monitoring these things in order to maybe get early warning on uh, different variants. They can We can start testing them ahead of time. If we can detect surges ahead of time, maybe we can get hospitals in certain areas prepared uh, before the surge happens so that they can have uh, bulk up their supplies sooner and... Um, and stuff like that. But sure. you you said it, exactly the reason that this is so helpful and makes sense is because of the fact that, you know, like the book says, everybody poops. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. and so, so it's, when you're just looking at test sites, all, all by nature, that is a self-selecting sample, right? Mm-hmm. Only the people who think they need to be tested are going to be tested. Whereas this, everyone is, um, in a way, everyone is being tested. Yeah, you don't have a choice unless you're, I ain't letting the government poke through my poop. I'm going to go out in the woods. <laughs> you know, like I can see. My poop has constitutional rights. <laughs> getting violated. That's right. right I mean, right. I suppose you could try to hide your poo from the government, but or whoever this is doing this. But I guess it is the CDC and they're working with agencies and stuff. But um but yeah, like uh, it seems like a great. I mean, I just made. It's hard to find silver linings in COVID. Yeah, this is a good one. As, as weird as the place it's coming from, <laughs> you know, get silver lining from the sewer. But hey, whatever, man. Like yeah, and they think they want to extend this to other. It could be extended to other um, infectious diseases and everything. Oh yeah. The limitation. Yeah. The limitation is that it can't tell us exactly it can't tell us how many people in the population are infected you know you go onto like the cdc website and you can see how many people in your area have been infected and everything this can't really tell us that right. it just looks at trends it right. can tell us very well are we about to see a surge because it looks like um in the sewage there's a big spike of of covid or are or is it finally you know dying down is are we seeing this are we, what are away. we seeing right now? Like, what's the the consensus of the current poo test? <laughs> Do you know? Uh, so, yeah, it looks like, except for some really... So, in, in areas where... And there's a map of this. If you go to... If you go on Google and just type in CDC wastewater surveillance or something like that, or CDC sewage COVID, you'll, you'll find uh, that they have a tracker online. And in most places... It's starting to trend downward. The percentage change is going in a in a negative direction. But what I mean by that is in a good direction, right? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, there are some areas that are certainly still seeing spikes and still going up, according to the data they have on these maps. But those, it looks like, just from me, just a quick look at the map I'm looking at right now, it looks like most of those areas are more rural areas mm-hmm. so or or less populated areas and that makes sense because the the large the large cities and and very populated areas got um started to see omicron and the surge hit them earlier so you would expect that they would be ahead of the curve in terms of uh case rates going down because it's it's moved through the population right mm. Do they do any so. testing in South Carolina? Like, would Dunaway's, uh, you know, he had COVID. Would his uh, poo make a make a scene over there? No, in South Carolina, there are two, there are two test sites that they're testing in South Carolina, and they're not near either me or Dunaway. So. Oh man! Well, one of them's in Washington all the time, but you know, Lindsey Graham can't be everywhere at once. I understand. Ah. It's fine. That poop that poo <laughs> filter is never at home. 
Uh, one right. day, one day, me and Dunaway's poop will be in this data set. It I will indeed. Uh, I look forward to that day. <laughs> look, like, look forward to that day. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Everyone just wait your turn. Uh, well, all right. This is very cool. I, I don't know why I find it so cathartic to hear this, but I do. Uh, it's, it's, I mean, the more, the, the better information we have, the better we can handle things. So it's, it's good. It's, it's good for it to happen. I, it makes me wonder. So I didn't read anything about this and I don't, this is just my speculation or me just wondering out loud. It makes me wonder if, if looking at the sewage is able to find this stuff um, after it's gone all the way through the sewage system and, and, and you're looking at the wastewater plants, w- does that mean that we could uh, use COVID tests up the bum to find, <laughs> to get a better, an earlier right. uh, positive oh, result? probably. I mean, yeah, I great. That's where they say. Can't wait for that swab. They uh, <laughs> they tell you to put your oh yeah do that at the drive up. Hang your butt out the window. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um. But but like you know some kind of home test or something. I mean, as weird as it all sounds, if there's an accuracy jump there, then why not? You know. Uh, yeah. You know, if we get ninety five percent with the nose swab versus a hundred with the uh, with the butt, I think I'll still go for the ninety five percent. Thanks. Yeah. Are these test That's ones? Right. Are these spit ones aren't as reliable, right? Isn't that the deal? There's some with Bobby. There's Burner. false. You can get. Um. I. I keep trying to look this information up, but it's it's hard to find because nobody wants you to know how reliable their tests are, right? <laughs> um, but uh, I keep looking up like false positive or false negative rates, um, and it's hard to know. But I I believe that false false po- false positives are more common. I don't know. I don't want to say that too much because I'm not really confident saying that out loud. So yeah. Well, uh, but they're pretty, you yourself they're don't want to give reliable. a false positive. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right, you don't right. want. <laughs> they're pretty reliable. If you, I think the 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 issue is whether you as the user are doing it correctly. I think they're very reliable, like in the ninety percent range. Reliable if you've gotten enough mucus in your sample and you've gotten it up far, you know, if you've done done it the right way, but if you don't do it the right way, that's that's where the real world reliability comes in. You know, like if you look at all the people who have actually done it, how reliable is it? And then I think that's when it starts to fall down to like 80% or so because a lot of people are doing it and they're not realizing you need to, you got to get plenty of mucus on there. Yeah, and you got to get up there. Yeah, And sometimes that means getting it up there. and, and You got to go to town, baby. Uh, just yeah. imagine if it was in your butt. So here's here's a here's a question. We had a thing recently, not that long ago, where our local government health department, whatever, was saying, "Hey, everybody, quit uh, maybe quit flushing your prescription, your expired prescription pills down the toilet oh, yeah, because do we're detecting higher than normal rates of whatever it may have been. I don't know what it was, mm-hmm. fluoxetine or something in the in the watershed. And I assume similar process, right? They're testing sewage and then going up there's an uptick we gotta curb that deal or whatever so yeah so don't flush your pills by the way don't do that it's bad they're just specifically looking for the virus this time so and everything ends up in there yes don't don't flush your pills you can take them to your pharmacist or to the pharmacy they they're they're set up to yeah they have a junkie in the back it'll just eat it you know, he just crushes it up and snorts it for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, it's great. Our guy, we have. A, he, I know his name. His name's Jacob. He sits in the back. He's no shirt. He's just sitting back there, and he'll eat. He'll eat whatever you got. You got some old benzos. He'll just eat them. It's fine. <laughs> it's not a problem. Good. To, hope Jake's listening. How you doing, Jake? Anyway, 
well, this is great. Uh, as always, Bobby, uh, nothing but uh, smart stuff to talk about on Tuesdays. Always fun. What's going on on your show so people can hear more? Uh, well, um, our show all around science, where we every week we talk about science news and just fun science stuff that we we find interesting. We research it all and 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 talk about it. Um, this yesterday's episode of All Around Science, we did uh, we we talked about how the solar system was formed. It's been around for a while, so you might take it for granted, but it yeah. wasn't always there. Ooh. Yeah, I remember uh, when it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. it's like oh yeah. wow, now we have a new solar system to get used to. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. it's like yeah. mid eighties. We were teenagers and busy. <laughs> it was just hard to yeah hard so, to pay attention. So we talked exactly. about how that happened and. Uh, um, and uh, also, just some other stuff. Some uh, birds. We talked about birds. And birds shuffle their songs like a Spotify playlist. Oh, not like you're not one of those uh, shows that's going to try to tell me that birds aren't real and they're all surveillance drones or whatever, right? You're not going to do that. Birds oh, are hoax. Led by the uh, <laughs> the gay frogs. <laughs> That's right. Liberal elite. <laughs> That's frustrating because that was like a fake thing that was spread around and then people started really believing it and I don't know. Yeah, I know. See, this is the problem. We live in an era where nobody knows yeah. if anything's true or not when people say irony is dead and all that. So if you make something up that's just meant for making up, there will be a portion yeah. of people who walk away thinking who they still believe it. Yeah, who yeah. still believe it. It's like my, you know, again, Andrew Smith's uh, <sighs> UFO here in Salt Lake. It's totally fake. He admitted it on the news, showed everyone what he built, and they still believe it's an F- uh, UFO. So you're screwed they either way. They just want you to believe that he's that's he just said it's fake because that's what they want you to believe. That's right. That's what they want. <laughs> but don't give them what they want, you guys. All right. Uh Bobby's show, of course, all around science. You can find it uh wherever you get your podcasts, and I recommend you do. Bobby, have a great week. We'll see you next time. Thank you. Bye now. He said th- he said thank Boy. you in a way that it sounded like he was in a drive up and I just gave him his food, doesn't it? <laughs> he like, does. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks. Pull pull forward. Second window. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, That's it for the show today. That concludes our broadcast morning. And uh, we hope you enjoyed yourselves. If you did, consider supporting us at patreon.com slash TMS. And uh, support the show. Because it's how you get it. If you're listening to it, that's how you're getting it. Support. So head on over there now. Patreon.com slash TMS. For everything else, frogpants.com slash TMS. Time for us to leave, but we can't do it without a song from Brian. So Brian, please deliver that song. Well, okay, here I'm going to I'm going to disappoint yet another listener. Ah, uh, prepare yourself. Uh, Katie Jensen wrote in said my amazing husband's 40th birthday is on February 6th, it was a couple days ago, and he listens to your show all the time. This is the song that we dance to in our kitchen, and I know he'd crack up hearing it. Side note, I have no idea if the request date is the day I'm submitting the form in for or when I'm requesting it to be played. Sorry. So I said that last part to clarify. When you go to the TMS request form and it says request date, that's the date you'd like the request to be played. And make sure you put in the current year. I've had people who put in their birthday year, like say, oh, hey, play this uh, song by Kit Boga and do it on my birthday. And then they put the day that they were actually born, the year and everything. And when I sort this document, those appear way out of my view. So I never see them and you're never going to get your stuff played. <laughs> uh, just a little bit of a uh, little bit of, of background information for you. Now, Katie wanted to hear uh, this song called Skibbity by a band called Little Big. Little Big is a really weird Russian dance band. 
They are really weird. Okay. okay. I'm just going to say that. All right. Weird. They're weird. Okay. But Skibbity, sadly, is not a cover song, and I really want to play a cover song at the end here. Uh, however, last year, Little Big, this weird Russian dance band, released an album called Covers. Guess what that was all made up of? Covers. You oh. guessed correctly. Um, in addition to covering uh, the Backstreet Boys, Backstreet's Back, and Barbie Girl by Aqua, they also did this amazing cover of the Ramones' Blitzkrieg Bop. Here is Russian dance band Little Big and their really weird cover of Blitzkrieg Bop. Oh, I like I like weird, so I'm glad you brought weird yeah. to the show. Nice. Some weird. You All want right. some weird? You, you asked for weird, you got weird. Excellent. Uh, tomorrow, uh, uh, all the normal stuff. Okay, you guys? So come yeah, back. Less weird. Yeah, less, less weird, weird tomorrow. Okay, yeah. we promise. Uh, that'll do it for us. We'll see you then. Part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more 
and it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.